0: but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Welcome to the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. And we have uh, our special guest back, Clay Clark, and uh, he's reawakening America. We'll talk more about that a little later in the show but he's going to come on and talk about something that we have been talking about for some time, but with new information and ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you if we can't wake you up with this, we just may as well lay down and take our beating and descend into the pits of hell because right now America is teetering on falling into the abyss and we're trying to do our part to wake people up. Clay is doing a great job going across the country with this and please hear what we're talking about here and then go share the information clay welcome to the show my friend I'm so glad you could join us hey thank you so much for allowing
1: us to be here with you to my right is james uh he helps uh sell tickets to the reawaken america tours If anybody out there does request tickets at time to com, this is one of the guys we'll be talking to and i want to just bring this idea up you remember when the models dave came out the models that said 2.2 2 million people might die from covid Yes, Fauci was out there, and the Scarf Queen, and she was talking to Deborah Birx, was talking about lockdowns, and then they ro- rolled out the new PCR test, the polymerase chain reaction test, and the test that was it was so effective it could it could test you to see if you had a virus that was so deadly you didn't know if you had it. Unless you took the test, remember this? And <laughs> so business owners that I knew for years, and I'd love to get, I'd love to hear from you guys where you were when this was happening. Cause I, had, I had listeners to my business only podcast called the Thrive Time Show. They were reaching out to me saying, uh, what are your tips for what we should do for how to stay financially afloat if we're closed? You know, I'm going, what? Cause I had to like read, I had to go to the, I'm reading these emails and it says, you know, what are your tips for being financially successful if we're forced to be closed? And I'm thinking, well, if you're not open, you're going to be closed. <laughs> and so I did a profound show where I said, Hey, if you see a train coming and you're laying on the train tracks and I say the trains are coming and you're laying there going, no, 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 it's not coming. I, I can't hear you. And I go, well, you can't hear me because the train's getting closer to you. No, I can't hear you. There's a train coming. I don't know what you're saying. And I get up to you and I say, listen, man, there's a train a half a mile coming at you. They go, I can't hear you very well. It appears as though a train is headed this way. That's kind of how I feel with the CBDCs right now. It's like people, I, I tried to wake up people before the Reawaken America tour. So I sued the mayor of Tulsa to keep my uh, city open. I turned my building into a church. The mayor of Broken Arrow, a suburb in Tulsa, I worked with him to keep Broken Arrow open. And it was crazy when the lockdowns happened. You can look this up. It's a historical fact. The only suburb in Tulsa that was wide open was Broken Arrow, where you live, James. That's right. So in Broken Arrow, people are going out to dinner, and people are going, man, it is packed tonight at the steakhouse or at the pizzeria or at the – well, the reason why is because Tulsa has a city of millions of people, and there was only one suburb that was open. And so the mayor, who is a client of mine, he's going, Clay, I don't know what's going on, but the tax revenue is soaring. I'm like, it's soaring because you're open and nobody died, and just the logic of this, and people start saying, well, if it's so busy, maybe we're more likely to get COVID. And I'm going, come on. That's what's happening right now with CBDCs. If we allow this to happen as a culture there, Dave, America is over.
0: It is. It is our death knell. And there's a related development, and I don't know if you know this. I I live in Arizona, and I'm pretty much on top of things in my state yeah, I was one of two people that really exposed the voter fraud across the board. I'm not bragging. That's just what it was. And out of Tucson, Arizona now, and this happened four months ago, the Tucson city government passed the uh 15-minute city concept to lock What's us down. Here? And I believe that the COVID lockdowns were preparatory for this. And this is like martial law on steroids now, they say it's going to take 1 to 10 years. That's their range to implement. But it's everything bad we've heard. And you can go to Tucson.com and find it. I also reported on my YouTube channel. But this is all related. What happened with COVID, I think, was a beta test for what's coming. Uh This is
1: a Cleveland. And, you, yeah, James, you know no one's more passionate about Cleveland news than me. <laughs> I mean, but listen, listen to this. This is mainstream media in Cleveland. Listen to this, folks. May have been, introduced the idea of being the first 15-minute city in the United States. He did this in his State of the City address
0: last night.
1: The urban job, planning right. model is new, but city planners told our Sarah Shookman, the time is now to tap into federal dollars to address some of Cleveland's deeper problems. Oh, deeper problems like jackassery, which is uh, apparently only uh, stoppable by using <laughs> logic. Common sense. So the jackassery is spreading throughout Cleveland. Okay. Now, I want people to grasp this idea of how it's going to work. So, James, I'm going to tell you some stuff, and you tell me if you already knew it. Okay? Copy that. If we go to Google right now, folks. Everybody go to Google. I want everyone to go to Google. Or I use DuckDuckGo. Fine. You want to use Brave? Fine. Whatever you want to use. Just search. And look up MIT Quantum Dot. Now, James, you your desk is about six feet from mine. You're on the other side of the glass. So I never know what you can hear or what you can't hear. What is the MIT Quantum Dot? Do you know about that? The MIT quantum dot—that yep. is the
2: technology that puts your financial and medical records underneath your skin.
1: That sounds a lot like Revelation chapter thirteen, verse sixteen through eighteen, but that's just logic and common sense. And if we if we use that, we would completely cure Jackassery. Second, James is the MIT. CBDCs. Uh, well, can you explain what a CBDC is for that don't know? Maybe, maybe you don't know. I don't know. Your desk is six feet from mine. You're on the other side of the glass. We've never had this conversation.
2: What are you learning? All right. The central bank digital currency. It's just another trick that the globalists have to control our money and our financial ability to buy and sell goods. And it's what they're going to use to destroy our country.
1: Okay. And then you've got the, so MIT was funded by who, James? Uh Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein. And Jeffrey Epstein is the world's most prolific pedophile. And Bill Gates is a man who openly has a satanic spiritual advisor by the name of Marina Abramovich. Jeffrey Epstein, world's most prolific pedophile, had a temple on his island to pray to Satan. That's a fact. Look it up. Temple on his island to pray to Satan. And they funded this technology. Now, the name of the of the of the system that will program that will run, that will use, like the operating system for the central bank digital currencies. Like if you have a computer, your operating system is Windows. You have a computer, your operating system is maybe the Mac or the Apple system. Uh The operating system that would run the central bank digital currencies is called quant.network. James, do you see any connection between those ideas? I do, and, you know,
2: they're all working together to just – uh, push the satanic agenda in our country. That's going to destroy our country. Their end goal is to destroy America and destroy all of us.
1: And you are a threat to people who suffer from jackassery, which is an inability to use logic or critical thinking. And, and that's what's going on, Dave, is there's people who are saying to me, they're going, Clay, I, I, I know that Brazil and Russia and India and China and South Africa, they're all teaming up right now. To host a big conference at the end of August to announce the introduction of a new gold-backed currency, and it's confirmed by Russian state media. And I know that, and I know that Gilbert Verdean, the head of uh, uh, the head of Quant Network, is telling people that we're entering into an era of non-binary money, and that CBDCs are now a reality. And I know that you've all know Harari, the top advisor for Klaus Schwab, is saying that our monetary system will change forever. I know that uh, the nature of money will change. I know that Klaus Schwab is saying the time is now. For the fourth industrial revolution. I, I I know, but they go, but it, it seems too soon to me. Dave, I'd love to get your thoughts to that idea. But people I'd say, yeah, but it seems too soon to me.
0: We've already completed one of five phases of the implementation of CBDC. It's called FedNow. It's benign. It's actually beneficial. And of course, they had to make the first step benign. And people like the fact that you don't have to wait three to five days for a check to clear, right. and so they want to get you to relax your guard. See, CBDC is not bad. Fed now, look at that. The last four phases are really bad, and it's underway as we speak. And when we brought up fifteen minute cities, it's it's all related. They're going to lock us down in place, and then they're going to do with us what they will. Do you know what's interesting about the CBDC thing? And, mm-hmm. and James, you said this. They want to get rid of us. They really want to get rid of the elderly in these, uh, 15 minute city plans. I can find no provisions when they do away with the cars. How are people going to get their medications? How are they going to get to the doctor, the elderly, the handicapped? How are they going to get to the grocery store? Uh, they are going they do want to get rid of certain segments of the population. And this has been echoed by Bill Gates and the Pope. So I don't mean to offend anybody, but the Pope did say that we can't afford the high healthcare costs, uh, with disabled people. Oh.
1: Now, you and I have not in any way, um, talked about this offline. So, no. um, And so this is, but I have a, people say, why, Clay, how do you have these clips ready? It's because this is all we do, Dave. You do this. I do this. This is all we do. This This is Bill Gates talking about death panels. Right. He's making because of very, very high medical costs and a lack of willingness to say, you know, is spending a million dollars on that last three months of life for that patient, would it be better? not to lay off the, those 10 teachers and to make that trade-off in medical cost, But that's called the death panel, uh, and you're not supposed to have that discussion. Okay, that's Bill Gates talking about that. Now, I want to get into the, the programmable central bank digital currencies. And while I do that, I want to um, honor uh, and, and celebrate, Dave, any of your, your show sponsors. Do you, Dave, do you have a gold and silver buyer that you have built that
0: relationship with? Yeah, you? I use Noble Gold, and I'm so happy with them. Uh, they're incredible.
1: Okay, so I won't be able to understand this idea. I in no way, shape, or form am not connected to Noble Gold. I don't make a commission if you go to Noble Gold. But if you do go to Noble Gold, you are supporting Dave and his great research. So I encourage you, you know, to listen to to Dave, what he tells you, but also he recommends certain sponsors because he has that relationship. But listen to this, okay? This is uh, Robert Kiyosaki sitting down with Andy Sheckman. Andy Sheckman is in the precious metal space. And I'll be able to listen. This was July 28th, folks, July 28th, way back in the past, July 28th. Seems like... Years ago, but it was only 14 days ago-ish. It yeah. you know, was up. Going to come down.
3: Yeah, and I think that to me, and again, when you ask yourself, why do this? Well, if you have $151 trillion in debt, and as rates rise, it becomes more onerous, maybe they realize that this is just, you can't pay it off. And so you inflate, or you default, or maybe the third option is, you blow up the system but point to a villain, and then you issue your new central bank digital currency. Now, look, every single country has been told by the Bank of International Settlements that you must have an operational CBDC by uh, 2025. Right now, all, all of the countries that represent 95% of global GDP are either have are, either are in beta testing or are in production of a yes. central bank digital currency. It is real, and it is coming, as far as I'm concerned. And, of course, when you look at the comments coming out of the International Monetary Fund the other day, it becomes increasingly more obvious, not only that there's a central bank digital currency coming, but maybe they notice what's going on with the BRICS as Kristalina Georgieva, their head, came out and said, the head of the IMF, and said, hey, bank digital currencies really need to be backed by something in order to be considered legitimate. And what is the only other tier one reserve asset in the world? Oh, yeah, that's gold. And what have the central banks been buying more of than at any time in the last uh, ever, over the last 18 months? Gold. And so Mm -hmm. high probability, after... Issuing a report by the IMF recently that said gold, a excuse me, gold, an international reserve currency question mark, a barbarous relic no more. So you have acknowledgement by the IMF that not only CBDs are coming, ask me back by something. And it's interesting their take on gold. I think that most
1: people know any of this. I, I don't think, mo- I don't know the percentage. And, and James, I mean, I don't expect you to be like the research king of our office here. But, you know, I have a lot of clients. I have 160 clients, by the way, folks. If you go to ThriveTimeShow.com, you can see what I do. I, I help grow businesses. And uh, I have 160 clients. And I'm just saying, out of my 160 clients, I bet you four have any idea about this that we're talking about. And and the way I work with someone is if someone hires me to grow their business, that's what I do. Now, if they ask me, Clay, could you tell me what's going on? I'll tell them. But I don't bring it up in my meetings with clients who don't want to have these discussions. But I think I have four out of my 160 clients that know this stuff. That's, that's what I think right now. Uh, let me get your thoughts there, James. Uh, I
2: also have a couple of friends that know what's going on. It's less than a handful, and it's just...
1: You think, we, you think 10% of the population, knows, you think like 80% of the population knows about this, James, or 90% of the population? Less than 5%. What? what is it less than 5% doesn't know
2: about the CBDC? Less than 5% knows about the CBDC. Oh, you're negative. Today, this
1: guy's negative. I apologize. I brought
2: him up.
0: No, no, no. He's, he, he may be overestimating. It's way, I think it's less than that. Exaggerator. <laughs> 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 no, he's given, he's given the American people too much credit. And I don't mean to insult my audience, but. But they're coming to me now to find out about CBDC. I cover something on it almost every day. And the feedback I get is Dave, pe- keep going. I'm having my friends come and watch you. I'm listening to your radio shows because of this. Right. Uh, when people find out about it, uh, let me ask you this. I want to ask you guys this question. Uh, I don't, I think if they tried to install this tomorrow, lock, stock and barrel, people would be in the streets with their pitchforks. I think they need a false flag and a complete economic collapse to bring it in under a crisis situation. What do you think?
1: Well, we, I have, um, interesting theories. Uh, maybe someone thinks that they're negative or pessimistic, whatever. I'm just going to tell you my, my take on the world.
0: I remember I was a kid. With dave.com. That's water with Save $80 for a short time. I got picked
1: on by a kid. I used to stutter as a kid. Okay. I used to stutter a lot. But I had a guy that That's picked on me. That's hard to believe. Well, I, I could not. I'm serious. I could not, not speak. It was terrible. And uh, I had a kid who would pick on me all the time. And he knew I couldn't do anything about it. So, I mean, he was like the bane of my existence. He knew that I couldn't fight back i was he was physically much bigger than me older than me and he knew that i couldn't really talk back and so i was just sort of like his uh outlet to and it was it, it happened all the time i'm constantly being like shoved into a locker or getting mocked or whatever and he didn't care what i thought and i think even today as an adult i think about him and i thought the last time i ran into him i don't think he's ever apologized i don't think he cares i don't think he did care and so you know that's was the mindset he had and I believe, so it's kind of like the biff in my life, you know, from like back to the future. He was like biff, you know, uh, and I, I believe that right now, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, mm-hmm. they've been hoarding the earth's gold for 16 years. Turkey, Iran, Venezuela, they've all been teaming up Saudi Arabia. They're ready to go. They are ready to go. And I know that they, they know all these countries, bricks, they all know that they, they export everything and we don't import anything. I'm sorry, let me repeat. We don't export anything. As Americans, we don't export anything, and we import everything. These countries, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, the BRICS block they know that we don't export anything. They know that the shoes we're wearing were made in somewhere overseas. The hats we're wearing were made overseas. A lot of the groceries we buy are made overseas or imported. We know that a lot of the meat we buy is imported. They know that the steel, they know that the plastics, they know that virtually everything the American consumer buys is imported. And it's imported in exchange for fake dollars that they have been on the receiving end of the weaponization of the monetary supply. I I, I mean, I, I think that Vladimir Putin is very aware that the U.S. has seized his assets. I believe that he's aware of that. I don't think he's shocked by that. I, I think that Iran is very aware of how we view the world, and they disagree. I, I, I think the communist leader of Brazil, I mean, the leader of Brazil is a communist. I'm pretty positive he's aware he's a communist. Um Last time I checked, communists don't take uh, opinion polls before doing things. Uh, the head of China, Xi, they have forced organ harvesting. They have reeducation camps. Uh, last time I checked, I think he's an outspoken <clears throat> communist. I don't think he cares. Klaus Schwab. Um, Field's one of the largest standing militaries in Davos every time he hosts his event, but yet we didn't elect him. I don't think he cares. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's been aware that he's been working on the great, re- re- the, the great reset since 1971. I'm pretty positive that know Harari is, is aware of his book Homo Deus and this idea to turn humans into hackable animals and to put surveillance under the skin. I'm pretty positive there were many times during the path where they're going, Hey, Yuval, uh, I don't know it's a good idea to describe humans as hackable animals, and to begin doing speeches describing humans as useless. And I don't think he cares. And whatever moral boundaries or moral hiccups they might have had about doing these things, those are long gone. And I believe they're ready to go. And I believe they've been training, they've been role-playing, they've been working through the scenarios, game planning, and I believe the only variable that they did not plan on was President Donald J. Trump showing up, on the scene, I just don't think that they, they, they saw it coming. And so I believe he broke the algorithm and America voted for him when he became president. And I believe for four consecutive years, he went America first and not globalist first. And I believe that his decision to do that exposed a lot of things that we would not be talking about today. If, if Hillary Clinton would have been in office, we would just already be living through the full implementation of this. So I believe what's happened is Trump has served. It. He has woken up people, and now there's a whole lot of people who are woken up. I don't know that that number is, but I believe uh, that, that's kind of where we're at. And I, I believe these these globalists don't care if there's violence in the street. I believe they don't care, because you know what they're going to do? They're going to turn America into an island that doesn't have resources.
0: Well, they've done a good job of that, and um, I don't even know if we're going to have a 2024 election, but let me tell you an initiative that some of my broadcasting colleagues and I are starting We want to unelect the GOP in the primaries because I saw a poll the other day and it said the American people trust more throwing a dart in a phone book and picking that name out rather than someone that's in Congress. Now, I get it. Marjorie Taylor Greene. And there are some good ones there, but there's not a dozen. There's not 12 people worth returning to the House. Now, I don't even know. This might be a fool's errand, but we need to put the fear of God into them because they're not defending Trump. They should be going after Jack Smith for withholding exculpatory evidence against Donald Trump and filing J6. Uh, I could go on and on about this, but we're getting nothing from our Congress. We're getting no protection from these international programs that are coming in, and they're not even talking about them. I mean, you got Rand Paul that will talk about COVID and vaccinations that kill. Talk about it. But but other than that, they don't do anything. They could be withholding uh, funding to Jack Smith right now out of the House, and they're not.
1: To quote uh, uh, Kanye... Uh, West, at a time in his life where he was putting out his album called Jesus is King, and he hadn't yet gone on Alex Jones and maybe lost his mind on camera, Kanye said something in one of his songs. He says, everybody wants to talk, everybody wants to type, but but nobody wants to do boop. But that's so true. Everybody wants to talk, everybody wants to type, but nobody wants to do anything. So, you know, you watch General Flynn, and he, he right there, General Flynn, I have mad respect for him, but if you go to his Twitter feed, Basically, every day, I'm summarizing what General Flynn will say. He, 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 he says, here's the issue, now do something about it. Okay, I agree with you, Rand Paul, here's the issue, now do something about it. Okay, I agree with you, Matt Gates. now do something about it. Okay, I agree with you, Marjorie Taylor Greene, now do something about it. Josh Hawley, I agree with you, now do something about it. This is basically what General Flynn does on Twitter. He exposes the problem. He sees it very nicely, lets people know, hey, I agree with you, but do something. And I just, I I see it in my own life there. Yesterday, Dave, I've got a business deal that I'm working on. And I'll just, I'll I'll be very vague, so i get myself in trouble. I've got a person I've worked with for years who doesn't agree with my America First ideals. And so they started shaving my commission checks. You know what I'm saying? Like the old freeze out, the old squeeze out, the old movie out. You know what I mean? It's like, Dave, I'm sure you've never seen this kind of thing, but it's where somebody is is upset with you. And rather than calling you directly and saying, I disagree with you hosting the Reawaken America tour, and I think it is not a positive look on my brand. They just kind of come up with ways to force you out of a long-term agreement. You know what I mean? Play games, lawfare, that kind of thing. And I, you know, said directly, I know what you're doing. I'm looking you in the eye. I know what you're doing. I'm very clear. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, I know what you're doing. So this is what I'm going to do. You're doing this. I'm going to do that. This is what we're doing. And there's action that's taking place. And I think the attorneys who are present, they're going, what? He's going to do something? We don't have anybody that does anything. We just have people that say things. And I think that that. I mean, James, wouldn't you agree? I mean, there's a lot of patriots out there that talk about stuff, but they
2: just want to see something get done. Everyone wants something to get done. If you, if you're an, a normal American citizen, you want to see these people in Congress act, do something. Yeah. And so I
1: would just say this right now, folks, if you, I'm going to give you four calls to action tonight. And I think uh, three of them are free. Okay. So first off, you really, really need to watch. If you, if you get a chance to do it, go to time to free and click on the button about CBDCs and watch those videos. They're five minute, seven minute clips. They're all organized. You can see people in their own words. Uh, you've all know a Harari. You're going to see Klaus Schwab. You're going to see Eswar Prasad at the World Economic Forum. You're going to see, uh, Christina Lagarde. You'll see Glenn Beck all describing the central. Okay. You can do that. Second, you can watch the reawaken. A tour documentary for free. Sometimes we need to watch Rocky, we need to watch Rambo, we need to watch Braveheart, we need to get ourselves pumped up a little bit. You can watch the documentary for free tonight at time2freeamerica.com. You just click there, boom, you can watch the documentary for free. Third, get out to one of these Reawaken America Tour events. And someone says, well, why are you telling me to get out to one of these? Why can't you just say, get out to a Reawaken America Tour? Well, it's because I mean this. We have, you know, Donald J. Trump, we have Eric Trump, Cash Patel, General Flynn, Peter Navarro, uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits, Dr. P- Peter McCullough, uh, Dr. Simone Gold. So many voices in the wilderness that are out there sharing the truth about the Great Reset. And when you come to these events, it's August 25th and 26th. We have just under a hundred tickets remaining now for the Reawaken America Tour, of Las Vegas, Nevada. When you come to these events and you're around 5,000 Patriots, you are going to fire up these speakers and the presenters and the people that are at the tip of the spear, the people. That are speaking at our events these are the people that are in the fight every day people like owen troyer alex jones uh jim Kaviesel these are the people that we have at the reawaken america tour jim brewer roseanne and these people come on stage and, I, and you, you've you been on the stage before i don't give you a teleprompter i don't tell you dave don't say this dave nope. do say this. all i say is here's the time frame please only you know uh please cite your sources with facts that's the only little advice i give exactly. people Exactly. And people tell me every time they go, I've gone to GOP events for years, and I've never heard about CBDCs or BRICS or, or RNA-modifying nanotechnology inside shots. I've never heard about the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab. You have all know Harari, Henry Kissinger. I had no idea that Henry Kissinger and Klaus Schwab and Xi Jinping hosted an event on the exact day that Trump got sworn into office, pledging to take to, to begin a new world order. I didn't know that. Really? I mean, people, people learn so much. So again, we let you name your price. Now, this event in Las Vegas, um, so far I've lost $183,000 on this particular event. And someone says, what? We let you name your price to make it affordable, but that doesn't mean that the cities want to cooperate. So no hotel, no church, no venue is willing to host the event, although many said they would. So we have to build, we had to build an indoor climate controlled facility. Seven miles north of Trump International, so it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be packed. It's going to be climate controlled. You probably have to wear a sweater or a parka or maybe four or five layers. You probably get frostbite if you're not careful. It's going to be climate controlled, but again, you can name your price. You get those tickets at time2freeamerica.com. We have just under 100 tickets left at time2freeamerica.com. And the fourth thing is, I would highly recommend that you share the Dave Hodges show with as many people as possible because I'm telling you, I keep running into more and more people who are citing shows, Dave, that you. You did months ago, maybe a year ago, six months ago. Go on. Have you seen this? Because you've been on this longer than almost anybody I know of. I mean, you and Robert Kiyosaki and a handful of people have been talking about this a long time. So I encourage everybody share this show with as many people as possible, because, Dave, you are in the trenches talking about the stuff that the mainstream
0: will not cover. Well, my friend, this is the abyss for America. If we descend into CBDC it's game over. I see no way back. Uh, I believe, I, I, I want to get your reaction to this. My belief is that CBDC tactics to rob you of your money if you behave in ways they don't like actually had its genesis with the beta test with Justin Trudeau and the Ottawa truckers. Do you agree with that? I believe that the uh, system was utilized by Justin Trudeau, who is openly a member of the
1: World Economic Forum, who exactly. praises as a former young global leader of the World Economic Forum. And I do believe that Justin Trudeau used those technologies there in that trucker uh, protest to turn off the money supply, the money to turn off the bank accounts, to turn in the turn off the hard-earned money of people that supported the truckers or who were the truckers. So, uh, yes, I believe
0: what, what you said is correct. And they're debanking people now, too. Nigel Farage and Britain, although he's turning some of that around. You got Dr. McCola here in the United States. They're debanking people for saying things they don't agree with. I mean, to some degree, CBDC has already started with bank enforcement. Well, I, you know, the, you know how it is when the reawakened America
1: to have speakers, some of which, uh, James, they need reimbursements because they've lost their job for speaking out. Some of them don't. I always tell yeah. the speakers, I'm not going to pay you to come out and speak, but I'll be happy to reimburse you if you need that help, but I lose money too. So if you can pay your own way, do it. You know, so some of these wonderful doctors will say, Hey, you know, could you reimburse me for my $700, uh, ticket? I'm flying commercial f- seat, you know, sitting coach. Could you reimburse me? I say, sure. And, uh, I'd say a third of the speakers. I couldn't uh, reimburse via PayPal or Venmo or anything except for bank wire. I, I believe yeah. it's about, about third yeah. right now. So what you're saying is a hundred percent correct.
0: It's been okay. that way for two years, by the way, my friend, you have nailed it again. And the thing I'd say to my audience is you need to take this broadcast. You need to share it far and wide because this is our last opportunity to pivot. What do you think could stop this short of a, uh, uh, a military aided well, coup. What what do you yeah. think? Sort of violence. What do you think would stop this? If I was President Trump's advisor, and I'm
1: not, but if I was, and he were to say to me, Clay, what are the three things that I could do to stop this right now? If he were elected, I would. If, if again, if he was elected, okay, I'm going off that. Um, I would say one: take down all the five G towers or turn them off. Because the whole technology system doesn't work without 5G, okay? There's 30,000 low-orbit satellites that blanket the Earth in 5G. That connects the system. The quantum technology is all connected via 5G. The RNA-modifying nanotechnology in the shots, known as surveillance under the skin. According to you, you've all know, Harari doesn't work without 5G. So I would definitely ban the use of 5G. I would turn off the towers. Step two, I would ban the use of RNA-modifying nanotechnology under the skin. I would ban the use of RNA-modifying nanotechnology under the skin. And three is I would, this sounds a little crazy, I would ban the use of any, what, moving forward now, any imported electronics.
0: Like this because, was, this will of blow the back the, doors, of the back, back door spine. So,
1: like your smart TV is watching you. I mean, yeah, Amazon, sorry. it's come out now that the folks look it up here. Just type in uh, Amazon, be careful what you search for here, folks. But if you do a search on Amazon for Amazon whistleblower audio sex, Amazon whistleblower whistleblower audio sex this just in alexa can listen to users and their homes at all times they yeah. have all that audio stored.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges.
1: So I'd ban the use of any of that foreign right. technology. I think America should become its own manufacturer. We should become our own sort of a isolationist America first. And I would bring kind of bonus fry. This is the bonus thing. Again, you asked me what we could do. I would then return our military and I would say we're going to have a great military on the northern border, a great military on the southern border, a great military on the eastern border, a great military on the western border. So great, in fact, that when you're swimming off the in Florida, you could see our Navy and knowing that they're keeping you safe as opposed to deploying our soldiers all over the country in endless
0: wars. Yeah, you know, I, I totally agree with you. and And you really – You've nailed it about some of these things that we could be doing. Also, too, I think that the consumers, until CBDC comes in, look at what happened to Bud Light, to Target, to Disney. Even without an organized movement, we have virtually bankrupted those uh, institutions because people say, we're not taking your woke, and people need to be careful where they spend their money. Uh Tell people how they can get tickets to your event. You
1: go to time2freeamerica.com, time2free Again, it's Time2FreeAmerica.com. Or you can text the number for a little faster service. Some people prefer to text in for faster service. You can text in the number 9188510102. Uh, you see I'm being very bilingually uh, sensitive there. It's 918 A lot of people say, wow, you're I'm impressed with your bilingual sensitivity. That's 918 zero
0: one zero two okay well clay uh, thank you and james thank you for coming on as well and uh ladies and gentlemen we've been uh, joined by clay clark and james and uh, again if you don't spread this and we don't raise awareness this is the default this is the end of right. america if cbdc comes in clay thanks so much for coming on again take care have a great day great day to you Dave Hodges back here with you on the Common Sense Show, you know, the show that's freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. But because this is digital, we absolutely need you to share this far and wide, please, because we have people who think they can sit this out with no consequences. They just keep their mouth shut about Biden, his criminality, all the other illegal things this administration's engaged in. It'll pass. It's not going to pass. And you know it's not going to pass, or you wouldn't be here. So please help us by sharing far and wide. Uh, We are brought to you by, in this segment, we're brought to you by the best storable food company in the world. And when I got in this business, I never really saw the need to do storable food, but I do now. And you need to hear me and hear me very, very, very clearly on this, ladies and gentlemen. We are looking at a situation right now where we are up against it with our food supply. And let me take a minute and run through with you just a few of the challenges. One, you know, Bill Gates and the others dimming the sun program, they say they're going to start it. It started a long time ago because they describe it as aerosolized injections. That's what we've seen for 30 years in our skies. So this is nothing new. But 18% less sunlight is what Gates is specifically quoted as saying. Well, that means significantly less crop yield. That's exactly what we've been getting. Our cattle supply in America is at a 65-year low. Additionally, we have uh, the threat of the Oroville Dam and the six dams upstream in the Feather River Canyon. And that road is closed, so no one can go in and look at it and see how bad it is. If one of those dams breaks, that dam at the Oroville Dam will go. It's near capacity. It's been at capacity. It's reduced a little bit. But that water would come out at a 70-mile-an-hour rate. It would be absolutely horrendous what would happen. And it would consume Sacramento within about 70 minutes. Some people say 90 minutes. Take your pick. It's not enough time to evacuate. The biggest rice growing area is in the direct path of what that flood would be. And this would cause global famine in a lot of different areas, including the United States. And there's related crops, too. 50% of all retail, which includes the shipping of food, crosses Interstate 5. That would be wiped out. Uh, this is a big problem. Okay, so we go to some more variables here. 200 food processing plants have been destroyed in the last two years. Not one federal investigation. Like, this is not a national security concern. Of course it is. I could go on and on and on. The reality is this, is that the food supply chain is not getting fixed. It's getting worse. And as a consequence, we can't even import what we can't grow any longer. Um, We have carbon capture programs going on farmland that's interfering in farming operations, and there's no compensation to the farmers for the misuse and confiscation of parts of their land, that's eminent domain by 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 default. That's a legal definition to takings when you interfere in business operations or take any part of someone's land that's eminent domain and you're entitled to full compensation. But no, no, an Obama-appointed federal judge said that's fine, and if you farmers say anything, get in the way, you're going to jail for uh, contempt of court. And that's in eight Midwestern states. We've covered it pretty extensively. We're planning to do a radio show on this before much longer. Uh The food supply is critical. And when CBDC comes in, you say, well, I'll never eat bugs and all those things they say at the World Economic Forum. Yes, you will. They determine how you spend your money once CBDC is in. So if you don't have your food in place, it's going to be too late and this is why i represent my patriot supply they're the best they're the biggest they're the most efficient it's that simple the food is delicious it's restaurant quality kind of food i've tasted it there's lots of varieties so you don't get sick of eating the same thing and they have great specials at their site all you have to do is go look it up at foodwithdave.com that's foodwithdave.com now listen to me very very carefully you really are going to have to hide your food because I believe there'll be food hoarding laws. And in a declared emergency, FEMA can come in and take anything over three days worth of food. So you need to hide it. Whether you build a false wall, you bury it in, in storable, secure containers, you need to hide your food. And some of you have already prepped. I'm giving you fair warning. Look up, look up the FEMA regulation. We're going to have Celeste uh, Solomon, ex-FEMA official. We'll talk about that with her briefly. Um, Okay, so how do you get your food? Just go to foodwithdave.com. That's simple. So anyway, what we're going to look at here is what's happening on the border. What's happening on the border has turned very, very serious. Very serious. And what I'm telling you right now is if you don't hear me and heed the warning and get involved in this, we're setting up the seeds of our own demise. Let's just process who the cartels are aligned with. They work with the permission of the Mexican government. Yes. Oh, you say, well, sometimes they bust them and get in fights. That's for show. When uh, Neambulus went on trial in 2010 in Chicago, he presented convincing evidence in federal district court and it got him off that uh, the federal government under Obama had made a deal. 20% will be interdicted at the border of drug shipments and 80% won't. He said he was part of the 80% and he produced documents. I wouldn't have known about this trial had it not been for a DEA source I had. And I reported on this in 2014. Four years had gone by. Never heard of it. Didn't make the media. Isn't that interesting? So the cartels have support on both sides of the border. And I'm not saying that all of DHS, I'm certainly not saying that the Border Patrol is complicit. They're often left out of of the loop. But the top levels of DHS are horribly corrupt. Mayorkas, absolutely, positively. Under Trump, we saw a big turnaround. We saw a reduction in drug sales. But the fentanyl is still coming in. Where does fentanyl come from? Fentanyl comes from the Chinese, does it not? Yes. And who brings it across the border? The cartel. And what's the effect? Over 100,000 people a year are dying. In border states like mine, in Arizona, it's the leading cause of death. Across the nation, it's the leading cause of death for ages 45 and below. Is this a serious problem? Yes, it's an act of war. Who most often dies? Young males of fighting age. If you think that's a coincidence, I got some swampland in Florida that I think you might want to be. Well, you get the idea. You know the saying. We are being betrayed by Biden. Totally open borders. And everyone thinks the simplistic way. They're just bringing in Democratic voters. I agree. They're giving a driver's license, driver's license in place like California are a prelude to voter registration. So we'll have millions of illegal aliens illegally voting in our elections because of the driver license loophole. There's no question. But I don't think that's the number one objective. I believe Biden has been put into place to bring down this country. His treason is omnipresent and ubiquitous with regard to congressional testimony on the House Oversight Committee. And I don't know how anyone could conclude anything but treason, treason, treason. Because his faux pas mostly deal with China. China is our enemy. They're killing over a 100,000 Americans a year with their drug. How do we not look at this as an act of war? We absolutely should. I'd be blockading China ports. i said, You hey, you want to kill our people? Okay, let's go ahead. Let's get it on. Let's have the war. Because we have a right to stop this. Actually, you wouldn't even have to even go that far with it. Let me backtrack and retract that and just say, all you got to do is close the border. And we have the technology and the manpower to close the border. Absolutely. Does that mean we've never accepted any immigrants? Well, I think we need a moratorium for a while because how many have come in recently? Five to six million. That's the estimate. And that may be a low end estimate. But, but yeah, I wouldn't stop uh, immigration, but I'd sure make sure that it was handled the right way. So let's get into um, the next part of this. Biden is declaring a border emergency, which means he can fund more of his border operations. Now, you're thinking, oh, good, he's going to do something. Border emergency. Yeah, he's going to have more planes and more buses to transport these people to the interior, more phones, more laptop computers for these people that are going to be given courtesy of your tax dollars. (laughs) He's not going to do anything to stop this or slow it down. He's only going to use the money to facilitate it. So he declares an emergency, which he's created and exacerbated to a high degree. And then he's going to use the emergency that he's in charge of to facilitate more supplies for the people he's illegally bringing in the country. That's one. Should we go to number two? Number two. For the second time in 30 days in an area called Fronten, Texas, you go Fronten, Texas. What the heck is that? Fronten, Texas is a town of 187 people. It's also the heart now of cartel activity in which the people are scared to even come out of their homes. And Fronten, Texas is on the border, high level of cartel activity and in the vicinity. The Border Patrol has now found weapons caches of the cartel of various weapons, some Chinese, did you hear what I said? Some Chinese, and then things like AR-15s. Twice in 30 days. The most recent was, I believe, on Friday. How is that not a national security threat? You have cartel Los Zetas. Do you know the history of Los Zetas? They were originally trained in special forces tactics with special forces weapons. They were some of the recipients of the Fast and Furious program illegal that led to Eric Holder's demise as Attorney General, but done with Obama's approval in the Obama administration in what was called Fast and Furious, resulting in the death of Agent Brian Terry of the Border Patrol. Footnote note here, Arizona Secretary of State was the attorney of record <laughs> defending... These cartel criminals that killed Agent Brian Terry. Wow, he's our Secretary of State. What a wonderful state I live in. Anyway, continuing on with this concept, you now have weapons caches that have been found. And this isn't the first. Do you remember during the Portland days? And this is where my broadcast partner in the Doug and Dave Intel Report come in to, to play here. What we had was weapons caches uh, discovered in three parts of the country. At that time, Doug was an anonymous guest on my show, went by the name Wrecker, okay? Uh At the time, he was serving as a DHS supervisor, and most of his duties included dealing with Antifa in Portland. And then he had intermittent bouts of going to the border. So he's well-versed in what's going on. And he told me and told our audience when these weapons caches were discovered in 2020, three of them, he said... They ain't for Antifa. That's not their MO. They're Molotov cocktail crowds. Uh, they do close-up stuff. He said, not AR-15s, not sniper rifles. This isn't for them. And this is what the mainstream media was trying to lie to us about and say, ah, it's just for Antifa. The people are getting a little out of control there. No, it was for China. And who would be the foot soldiers for China without drawing attention to China. Their proxy drug fentanyl delivers the cartel. So Sadus, let's go back to that. We're getting weapons in 2010, 2009, 2010, 2011, fast and furious. And we were giving them special forces training with these advanced weapons to fight the cartel. Well, they said, we're not paid enough and we can make more money with the cartel. And so they went the cartel route. And that's who they are today. Trained with your tax dollars and your, and, and supplied with your weapons initially. Now they're getting Chinese weapons and they still have carryovers from the old American weapons. And they're the ones that are associated with the cartel activity near Fronten, Texas, where they found two weapons caches in the last 30 days. Now, do I need to say any more about this? I mean, is this not a huge problem? But Biden's going to continue to facilitate open borders. Now, with weapons caches being found in the United States, both back in 2020, not Antifa, not BLM. Now we have it today in 2023. And I believe there's been a total of five busts in the United States in the southern border area. Who knows how much is inland? These other three uh, weapons caches in 2020 were not on the border. They were inland. One of the memory was uh, Florida. The other was, I believe, in Kentucky. I Memory fails me on the third location. But they were not on the border. So when we take a look at this, this is pre-positioning of weapons. Why do you have the pre-positioning of weapons? We saw some of this in the Normandy invasion. When the 101st Airborne and the 83rd Airborne were dropped in the night before the D-Day invasion on June 6, 1944, the French Underground had assisted some of these people. Uh they, w- they didn't want to have to carry all the radios and heavy equipment, and the French Underground would have pre-positioned locations where if these soldiers were in the area, they could get help with more equipment. Let's apply the lesson here. Who would need this? And how could it be used? Terrorist activities, attacking the police. I'll tell you, the Texas Rangers believe this. I know I've talked to enough of them. They believe that they've been targeted and that they will be the site of assassination attempts at the right time. They firmly believe that, and they have believed it going back to the first Central American invasion in 2014 when one of the high-ranking members went off the record and called me, And said, Dave, I want you to report this, but I'm not going to tell you much about me, nor am I going to give you my name. But I believe he was correct, because as soon as I went public with this, I received other confirmations from other LEOs in the area, in Texas. So when we look at this, ladies and gentlemen, we're looking at the pre-positioning of weapons on USA soil. Breitbart has a very big article on this today in uh, Sunday's edition uh sunday august 13th and i would strongly recommend that you go look at that they even have an accompanying video of an alleged cartel person on the other side of the rio grande pointing a weapon an stx weapon at border patrol that he turns around and walks away into the brush that's contained in that article this video taken by border control border patrol members okay so um the cartels work for china and the cartels would do what in an invasion? What's the first thing you have to do in an invasion? It'd be hard for the Chinese to establish air superiority, right? This is what we do when we invade: we do the shock and awe. We're going to come in at two a.m. and drop bombs on your eyes and ears, you know, your radar, uh, your other detection facilities, and we're going to take them out. The only people they kill are the. Poor janitor working at his second job at 2 in the morning, and he doesn't go home to his family. But um, the eyes and ears are taken out, and then the planes come in, and they do pre-dawn and early dawn raids and take out key infrastructure, bombing power plants. They basically want to take the grid down, the power down, destroy the water resources, interrupt food processing plant. Oh gee, maybe that's why 200 food processing plants have been destroyed in America in the last two years. Hmm, interesting, isn't it? So this is what the shock and awe would be in terms of preparing to send your troops in. Well, if you don't have air superiority, what's your option? Ground forces. Then you have to do it logistically. And you have to do it with pre-positioned weapon caches because you can't be carrying that stuff around. Am I beginning to make any sense here? Oh, I've consulted with military friends and intel officials before so I've ever come public with this. This is not rocket science, people. This is the way military operations go. You don't control the air. You got to do the same thing by ground. It's more intense, but certainly doable. And by the way, they're catching cartel members at the border crossing with M-16s and Chinese weapons that occasionally makes the news, but largely the news tends to want to ignore this. So we take a look at this. We have been totally betrayed by the Biden administration. This is treason. Now, here's what I'm going to say to you. Let's assume Biden's just ignorant as hell. And I'm talking all his people, Susan Rice on down. Anthony Blinken, FBI Director Christopher Wray, DOJ, Merrick Garland, all 122 pounds of him. Let's just assume that they just have no idea how bad this is. They don't read Breitbart. They don't read. They don't look at the videos taken by the Border Patrol and private citizens of the border. Okay. They don't look at Border Patrol records knowing this is the second major weapons cache that's been found. All right, so let's assume they don't know any of this. Once it comes to light, and there's plenty of evidence now, once it comes to light, and you're a public official, Article 4, Section 4, do you not have an obligation to act upon this? Do you not? Do you know there are actually statutes in the law that say, if you know of a crime, major crime, And you do nothing. Now, no one expects you to put your body in harm's way. But you do nothing. They don't try to call anybody. You don't try to notify anybody. Okay? Then you can be looked at as being charged with depraved indifference, or oftentimes you call it an accomplice after the fact. And what's happening with this administration is they're covering up the actions I'm reporting right here, which makes them an accomplice after the fact. The destroyed food processing plants. Will you please tell me why there hasn't been one investigation? You know, we, we have seen threats go to abortion centers and the FBI starts kicking indoors. Shouldn't be making threats against anybody. You think they're doing something wrong, you report them or you lobby against them in the political realm. We're not here to advocate for violence. But the same thing applies to the food processing plants. But Merrick Garland hasn't seen fit to look at this. Yet, He'll send his FBI agents, the goon squad, to school board meetings to write down the license plate numbers of people protesting what's going on inside their kids' classrooms. Oh, that's illegal. We're going to come after you. We'll kick in your door, Sharona Bishop's case. Now, I ask you, are these people in this administration not accomplices to the demise of America. Are they not at least accomplices after the fact? I would argue Mayorkas and Biden are criminally responsible for creating an open border environment, canceling Title 42, and here comes the rush. And anyone that's killed by the cartel, they're an accomplice after the fact and should be charged. I say they're an accomplice before the fact by creating the conditions for the crime. Let's say you went into a bank and you took out the security system. So now... Your friends can come in and rob the bank, and this devoid of security preventions. Do you see where I'm going with this? This is why I refer to the Biden administration as a criminal cartel. It's a mafia operation. RICO, racketeering, call it what you will, but they are not there to serve you. It's not America first. It's not even America last. It's America, we don't give a damn about you, and we're going to do everything we can do to harm this country. And this is just one more example with cogent examples I presented right here that are not subject to dispute. Exactly. Well, that's it for our show for today. Just give you a lot to consider. I want to thank Clay Clark for coming on and elaborating the fact we're on the last days of freedom. If we don't stop CBDC, Clay is right. And I wanted to highlight what's happening at the border, most recent events and how this administration is entangled in this plot. We'll see you back here next time. God bless. Thank you for joining us.